Welcome back to the Flaherty Solutions Podcast. We're on the road, on the way to date night, which never happens. Our kids are at a birthday party. Yes, a birthday party, because those can still happen responsibly. And before you get all upset that we're driving, just let it be known, I've done way worse in a car before. Way worse. So this is nothing. And because we're all dressed up for dinner, I don't know when I'm going to get dressed and put makeup on again. That's not true. I put makeup on every day. I just don't try very hard every day. And I don't know when I'm going to get dressed up in a dress. So I was like, well, we should podcast in the car. We're talking about honoring where you are in your journey and honoring where others are in their journey. Absolutely. You want me to kick it off? Kick it off because I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about either. So we're all on this crazy journey of life, okay? And hopefully you are trying to better yourself every day. Like, hopefully most of us are doing that. Yeah. Not every single day, but, like, in general, I would like to be a better person next year than I I am this year, right? Like, I had four Oreo cookies yesterday. And I'm hoping to better myself to only three. Oh, my God. Could that work? That could work. (gasps) My hand was already getting tired. I'm only going to try to eat three Oreos today. Yeah, and we don't mean anything crazy. I mean, some years, you know, I go gangbusters. Some years, you go gangbusters. So we're all on this journey. And sometimes when we listen to advice or we're trying to better ourselves, we're not in a place where we can receive it yet. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like just age has a lot to do with your journey. Like you're just, you can't, a lot of people say, oh, I'm really trying to instill these life lessons into my into my teenage daughter. And I'm like, that's great. I also try to instill lessons into our teenage daughter. But I also feel like you can't, Take lessons that you've learned at 40 years old and expect a teenager to understand them. Oh, my goodness. If only, if only they would listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you can't, no, but even if they listen and they're like, that sounds great, I respect you, you have to have that experience to appreciate the lesson. Like, you can, you can take sound bites from your parents or from yeah. whoever, but you have to have a certain degree of age and wisdom to really apply it, right? I, I, I think so. You can't just, you, you got to experience it. You got to live life. You can't, I, I was always chasing the next big goal. Yeah. That I never slowed down to look around and appreciate what I have. Interesting. And like this week, for some reason, maybe because you brought this topic up earlier, but like I was just like, I no longer chase like crazy like I'm, I'm happy like life is good well there comes a point too where the chase is mundane like once you chase and conquer so many goals which is a great problem and we've worked our tails off to accomplish those goals so it's not like oh we've accomplished goals and that's boring we've worked really hard to accomplish those goals but it gets to a point where chasing another goal is just the same yeah and we are blessed that, you know, maybe chasing the goal isn't what's going to be most fulfilling next. I, 
for me, it's transitioning into like education, where I'm more interested in number one, my kids' education, mm-hmm. because clearly I was eyes closed, yeah. thinking like, oh, it's, it's school. You just send them like I trust. They had great teachers, mm-hmm. but the teachers, unfortunately, they don't get to make the decisions. It's right. the bureaucrats above them. Um, so I covered that on last week's podcast or two weeks ago. I'm disappointed in myself, but not only education for my children, I'm doing education online and, and through my profession. But people that really want to learn, I love when somebody's new to being a beginner in cooking, barbecue, mm-hmm. and they come to me. I have an opportunity to raise them up and make them better, and I just love that. And it's part of this, you know, part of my journey right now is I'm laser focused in on how do I do that in my professional life, how do I do that in my hobby, personal life. But had we not hustled so hard, oh my god, so I hard. don't know if we could relax and see the perspective enough to, you know, it's almost like you have, you know, you might be like, oh, darn it, I chased goals for so long, I shouldn't have, but I'm actually saying, no, you had to, and you had to conquer them, and get a taste of what that's like, like, and realize, like, okay, I still am a human being, and I still have problems, even though, you know, maybe I reached a certain level of income, maybe I got a position that I wanted, maybe I got a sign-on bonus that I, that I always dreamed of, but I still I have to take the trash out. Yeah. You know, I, when I go camping, I still have to, like, <laughs> poop in the woods. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. Wow. <laughs> you were the first one to say it on poop? camera. Yeah. I'm noting that. <laughs> I was the first one to say I love you. That's just true. Yeah. I, I got it out of her. Salesman of the year. I'm I'm the first. For, I mean, I say a lot of things that a lot of people don't want to say. But um, I, you're still... No matter the goals you chase and accomplish, you still have everybody's problems. You know what I mean? So I don't think you could have the perspective of appreciation. I I do. I'm going to go back to a few podcast episodes of ours. There's one at the sort of at the beginning. It's your responsibility to generate wealth. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are like, that's greedy. You know, money is the root of all evil. Right. You have to put on your own proverbial oxygen mask before you can help others. So you have to really hustle hard and get and do the things that, and not just money, but just like design your own life to the point that then you're you're set and you're able to help others. Yeah. So you couldn't have that perspective without going through the goal chasing, I don't think. Because you'd be so worried or you wouldn't have set yourself up the way you did. No, and I, I think it goes to that point of being in control of your destiny. It's your obligation to build wealth. Once you've really achieved that, then it changes over to you got 24 hours in the day. You got your real job. And then you have your hobbies and your passions. What what impact on the world are you going to leave? Because let's be honest, most of our jobs, if you're going into an office sitting in a cubicle, you're not making the impact you probably want to make. But you have an opportunity when you leave work 
to make an impact one way or another. And maybe you could. I mean, the other day we met uh, the woman on the pier who she's doing research for COVID. You know, maybe you are doing something in your job. But, um, yeah, what I, I think part of getting set, and that's kind of my catchphrase this year, is it's, it's your responsibility to get set. Because once you are at a place where you crush goals, your biggest priority no longer has to be worrying about how you're going to afford food on the table. You yeah. know, if you if you really work hard and, and, and just design the life you want for your family, then your true focus doesn't have to be like, oh, my God, how am I going to hustle for a dime today? It can be I really, truly can wake up this year and be like, I can offer my free business advice to the world and not have to worry whether another client's going to come from it. Uh-huh. Uh, and so back to the journey. You know things in your profession or your trade or whatever you do. Like, you know certain things that may seem obvious to you because they're your special gifts, but maybe they're not obvious to everybody else. So prime example, I gave a webinar yesterday on the finance manual you wish you had when you were starting out. And I was told to keep a pretty entry-level business. You know, I've been in business 13 years, so my first time in business was a long time ago. And it's amazing that there are certain things that are obvious to me that someone who's just starting out in their business, I can't expect them to know. So they're like, oh, my God, that was so good when you said, you know, like this guy called me today because I offer a free consultation. I'm happy to help. And he said, I'm trying to start a private investigation business. And he's like, the biggest thing that you said that jumped out at me yesterday was stop worrying about, I said, stop worrying about the name of your business, the business cards, the website, the bells and whistles. Just start offering your services. Yeah. And, you know, so he's at a certain place on his journey. Now, I know zip about law enforcement. I know zip about private investigators. Um, like, he could tell me a world of things, but in business, he's at a certain place in his journey. So I think it's important for us to figure out where we are in our own journeys. Like, what are we what are we working toward? What are we ready to receive? And then when we're talking to other people, honoring that they're not in the same place as we are in our journeys, and that's okay. That's what I was literally, like, waiting to say is, are you respecting other people's journeys? And I, for one, used to get so wrapped up, like, come on, let's go, let's go. You're like, you're on step one, we need to get you to step 13. But everybody's journey is their own journey, and it only travels at a certain pace, and things happen for a reason. And I've allowed myself to be a lot calmer about that, that you don't need to be where I am. And I can still learn things from your story and your patience or, you know, different virtues from that, and I can gain something from it instead of just being like, you're not on my level, uh, you, you're dead. Right. we're not compatible. Yeah, yeah. if we're not yeah. compatible, it's, I mean, it's harder. It's hard to have conversations if, if, if their journeys aren't at least compatible. Yeah. And so many times I just, I, I always leave an encounter, an experience where I just kind of sat and listened and I'm like, this is going to be, you got to see the eye roll. This is going to be the biggest waste of time. And I leave, like, 
damn, I learned something. Like, I'm glad I stopped myself. I slowed down and I took the time to allow myself to learn, allow, be exposed to different things. And I think it's just so huge because it also goes along with just show up. Mm-hmm. All right. And I don't know if I told you this story. I was on a YouTube, or I was watching a YouTube live. Now, for people that don't know, YouTube live is like Facebook live, but it's just more YouTube creators typically, that YouTube cooking community. And there's a dude on there named Harry So. Some people might know who Harry So is. You might have bought some of his products. But he was being interviewed by a friend of mine. And Harry So literally works with computer mainframes. That's what he does for a living. And his friends at work were like, just show up. You got great barbecue. Do a barbecue competition. And he's like, I don't want to do it. Uh, Let me just go finish last. And I'll move on with my life. My coworkers are haranguing me. I don't want to do this, but let me just go do this. He goes. He wins first place. Next thing he knows, he starts winning first place, first place, first place. Within like six months or a year, Discovery Channel or some big channel calls him and says, hey, we're doing Pitmasters. We would love for you to be on the show. He is a backyard bloke just like me, and he is just, all right, I'll go on the TV show. I'll see if I can get off of work. He beats everybody on the TV show, people that were master chefs and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, 10 years later, he's, like, having so much fun. He's still working in mainframes, has a real job. But he's teaching people what he loves, his passion for barbecue. And it just resonated that, like, 90% of my real job is just showing up, just answering a phone, just if if somebody tells you to be in a meeting – be at that meeting on time, that that's 90% of it. You know, you bring up a good point, and this is sort of off topic, but it's worth saying, is that, so, two things. First, you, you show up and you've absorbed and learned and mastered so much of your craft that you all you have to do is show up because it's second nature is in your head. We've, we've joked before, like if we had if we did like a Freaky Friday and like switched places, like I wouldn't know how to do your job. You wouldn't know how to do mine. Like yeah. we think we know a lot about it. We don't. We, it's just like it's second nature because we know that we both like our jobs. We both like our jobs, <laughs> and we but yeah, but we would not be able to do each other's jobs. So you show up, yes. But point two is that. Showing up and being responsive to people is probably even more important than being good at what you do. Like, if you are the most skilled investor or whatever, like, you, all you do is, you know, I mean, just blow people's investments out of the water, um, but you don't return their phone calls. Oh, my goodness. Kiss the death. Bye-bye. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you're not respecting, like, people, so we're both in finance. It's important that we're good at what we do. If we weren't, we'd fall on our faces. But I said to somebody, a potential franchisee the other day, I think our clients like us more that we are responsive than, like, they'd rather us be responsive than actually have their books right. I mean, they want their books right, but they, they, they can excuse us making a mistake on the numbers, but just not having regard for their issues. What are you thinking? It, it oh, my is, God. You look so the this, most, like, we're at a stoplight. We're at a stoplight. Now we're done. <laughs> this drives me crazy because this is so freaking true. 
that you just need to be responsive. When um, I was going up against somebody, I normally review their portfolio against their current advisor. This portfolio was just dog shit, and it was horrible. And they were getting charged 2%, and then on top of that, another 1%. And we pointed it out to these clients, and they were like, well, Stephanie or whatever her name was, well, we've known her, and she always answers the phone and calls us back. Wow. And I was like, but she, we would charge you <laughs> 2% <laughs> less. And he was he was like, no, I don't really care. It's cool. No like, wonder you had the like. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So that's, that proves the point. And we've had that happen a couple times where we're like, we know how much you're being charged. We know how much you're being ripped off. We can do better for less. And they're like, she answers the phone and calls me back. I was like, she's supposed to be your advisor, not your girlfriend. Come on. Huh? So I think another thing about your journey is self-awareness. Self-awareness is huge. God, we all, self-included, just need to work on self-awareness because you can be like, oh, you know, I never catch a break or I don't know. I like, I just feel like being self-aware is part of honoring your journey is knowing, knowing where you're holding yourself back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was, there was nothing more to that. It was just I feel like a lot of people hold themselves back where they could be further. Yeah, but see, that's tricky, though, because sometimes I think people that aren't self-aware, they're just like space cadets. Like, right. I, I don't know. How do you train a space cadet well, to not be so, like, Try to be more self-aware. <laughs> like, I know that. Like, whoever needs to hear this today, like, maybe how would you view you if you weren't you? That's like, interesting. Like, I, would you be your, like, would you want to be your friend? Would you want to work with you? Would you hire you if you weren't you? That's a really good and question. Hard. That everybody should ask themselves. Right, 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 right. Is, uh, you know, if I'm hanging out with my friends and I only talk about me, 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 and I don't ask any questions, think about that. Think about that. Would you want your friends to roll up on you and only say, like, what's going on with them? Or do you like it when they ask questions back? Yeah, I'm pushing some buttons right now. I don't care. No, I'm not laughing at that. I'm actually distracted by my own thoughts, which is maybe something I need to be more self-aware about. I'm not normally that bad, like, with what a podcast. What do you podcast. got? I want to hear it. Well, you know I hate this. is Because you and I notice people. So when we go into the pool, for example, we, we take a scan of everyone who's there, who yeah. we know, and everyone who's not. And one of my biggest pet peeves is when people know me, or they should know me, like we've crossed paths, and they literally, and it's not even a me thing. It's that they aren't aware of what's going on around them and who's there. And I'm sort of like, hey, and they're so, like, like laser-focused. And I'm thinking, like, it would be, not that I've ever mugged anybody, but I'm like, it would be so easy to mug that person because they just have no idea. I don't know. I I know what you're talking talking about. about. It's almost like a... Or they, they forget that they met you, like, five times. And then I'm always like, yes, Karen, we've met. <laughs> but it's more like, I don't know, you and I, like, notice people, and we almost want to do, like, the greeting, like, hey, how you doing? Like, even if we don't know the person's name, like, it's not even a personal thing. Like, I'm not offended if people, you know, don't remember me or whatever. I mean, after a few times, it's stupid. Yeah. 
But it's more like when you walk into a place, it's more like a, it's also a safety thing. It's like I kind of want to know what's going on around me, and it drives me nuts when I'm waiting for, like, the eye contact and the hello, and they, like, don't bite because they're so... Is that how I picked you up? Like, how I literally picked you up is I kept my back to you in a room. <laughs> oh, the second time you met me. Well, the first time you strolled up to the bar and said, hi, I'm Kevin. And it was a it was a bar like most people be at a bar but it was it was a networking event so it was a it was a businessy bar but uh, we still met at a bar though yeah no you said hi I'm Kevin and shook my hand pro move guys if you're listening mm-hmm. pro move okay but you weren't self you weren't self unaware the second time we met oh my god do you see what kind of got the, the biggest boobs and the tiniest body are they fake I don't know. <laughs> But I'm not disappointed. We were both like, we were like, whoa. Well, they they jaywalked. That's why we were distracted. Oh my god, that is oh. not why we were distracted. <laughs> yeah. They might have jaywalked, but her boobs in the white shirt and the white halter tube top. You two yeah. for two today. You brought up poop first, now boobs. Okay, so the second time you met me, you weren't being unaware. You just decided you didn't want the awkward, like, wave across the room thing. Ooh, did we do something wrong? Yeah, there'd be bad somebody else. Oh, okay. Um, so, oh. so you you made sure that I couldn't see who you were, and you, um, oh, I'm like, oh, we're not camper. Um, so you had your back to me so that I wouldn't see your face. Yeah. And you kept your back to me until I was close enough to actually engage. Another pro move, guys. Another pro move. And then I noticed this hot guy standing in the suit, standing in the corner, and I didn't recognize that it was Kevin who had introduced himself to me a few weeks before at the business bar. Wait, and the reason my back was Mm -hmm. turned is when you meet someone, hot chick, and... Okay. She she walks in from across the room, and there's, like, 40 people in between you and her. You can't do the, <laughs> hey, you can't do that from across the room. You are a pro, huh? You got you to gotta know what you're doing. Lots of dating experience before me, huh? Hey, you want to go for gold, you got to do all the right moves. Is this even a business podcast anymore? What is happening? I don't know, but we still have views. Awesome. Well, we love it. So we're going to go to dinner. We're going to go to Taryn in Annapolis. It's an authentic Thai place. We dream of it. There are certain places we dream of. Clucky Chicken is one of them. Yeah. More you than me. More you and Hannah. But Taryn, we're going to go get something to eat. Honor where you are on your journey. Get a little bit better every day. Honor where others are on their journey. Be self-aware. And we'll see you next time. You guys have been great. We'll see you next time. Bye.